Hello, I'm Smita. Welcome to another episode of Proudly Ordinary, where we celebrate stories of everyday people like you and me. Today, in our concluding episode in the family series, I bring you another heartfelt episode of intelligence, humor, wisdom, and raw emotion. A tribute to a father who has unbridled love and pride for his daughter. Meet Gauri Shankar, my father. My father was born fourth of six children in a very newly independent India. Patriotism, I imagine, was in the air. As can be imagined, he was raised as much by his older siblings as he was by his parents. In a family where each sibling is highly accomplished academically, being anything less would have been completely unacceptable. With my dad's intelligence, this was a breeze. Knowledge has been a lifelong pursuit for him. He has collected a degree in mechanical engineering, a postgraduate degree in aeronautical engineering, an MSc in defense studies, a few certifications in Sanskrit, and quite a deep understanding of the Bhagavad Gita. I might even have missed a few. The one thing that has challenged him so far is learning to play the keyboard. He's been at it for the better part of two decades now. Let's see how well you remember your aeronautical engineering. Can you explain the basics of aircraft design in under two minutes? An aircraft is a fantastic flying machine which is capable of taking up in the third dimension vertically through the air and beyond. The first flight of aircraft lasted just for 35 seconds, few feet above the ground carrying one passenger and it created history. 100 years after that, now the present generation aircraft can fly for 35 hours continuously and intercontinental travel is possible and the modern aircraft is capable of carrying more than 200 tons of payload. For doing all this, an aeroplane basically has a body shell which is a hollow structure to hold all the components together. It has the wings to provide lift, the control surfaces to provide controllability, maneuverability while in air, uh, an engine or a power plant to provide propulsive power and an undercarriage for use while on the ground like takeoff, landing or taxiing on the ground. The pilot sits in the cockpit where all the controls and indications are available for him to control the aircraft. The aircraft design consists of a redundancy that is a standby and sometimes standby to standby with an idea of providing safety in case a system fails, the standby automatically takes over. Aircraft design is a very challenging but a thrilling experience. I'll have to accept that as a good answer. The best word to describe my dad's mind is curious. He is curious about everything intellectual. 
whether it be politics, technology, finance, scriptures, whatever. Nothing turns him off faster than gossip, particularly of the juicy family kind. He's all about practicality in everyday life. He wears his heart on his sleeve for the big decisions. Everything in daily life must be a calculated move. It must meet the three dimensions of how necessary something is, how much value it delivers, and the most efficient way of accomplishing the outcome. This structure is for the small stuff. For big decisions, this is the same man who decided to turn down a prestigious management school degree guaranteed to provide him a cushy corporate career and join the Indian Air Force instead. The same man who decided to leave the Air Force several years later because it didn't seem right anymore. The same man who walked out of a corporate job one day just because they weren't doing the right thing. He genuinely believes he knows best and annoyingly, with his brain and his curiosity, he often does. It doesn't make it any easier to accept, often rubbing people off the wrong way. It doesn't stop him from trying to help. From the time I can remember, he has been sought out for help and advice on marriage, on investments, on business, on what to study, really on anything. Two people though labored industriously to work against his counsel, his two daughters. He told me to study science, I did commerce. He told me to do full-time college, I wanted to do distance learning. He was paying, he won. Don't like admitting it, but I'm glad. With my sister, he said engineering, she said no. He said study in the USA, she said no. Many years later though, she did go. He doesn't express emotions very easily. They have to be gleaned from his actions. Considering that his mind has already calculated a million possibilities and zeroed in on the best one, while you're still just scratching the surface, his actions are often hard to comprehend. He's always trying his hand at something new, whether that is imparting value education to children or doing a YouTube series on the Tirukkural or Bhagavad Gita or teaching aeronautical engineering at a college or automobile consulting, always learning new skills and tools. Rest and retirement are for normal people. He is too cool. Appa, coming back to you. We already tested you on something scientific. Let's see how you do with something softer now. I'll do a shloka or a couplet from the Bhagavad Gita and explain it. Then you explain a Tirukkural. The Gita is a lot better known than the Tirukkural, so I'll give you 30 seconds extra for your explanation. Whoever does it more lucidly and quickly wins. So, this is a shloka set in the Mahabharata where warrior prince Arjuna, an ace marksman, is forced to fight against his cousins, uncles and teachers. He's bristling at the prospect. 
Lord Krishna explains to him that this is what he was born for and he must carry out his duty. So, the couplet goes, Karmanyevadi karaste ma faleshu kadachana ma karma falaheturbhu ma te sanghostva karmana and it means you have a right to do your job but not the right to expect or anticipate the results. Equally, the thought of results must not lead to inaction. Your turn now. Wisdom contained in Tirukkural has plenty in common with that in Bhagavad Gita. For example, Bhagavad Gita repeatedly talks about control of desire as the solution for freedom from troubles. The desire arises from the liking that the sense objects take for the sense pleasures from external objects. Our five sense organs of eyes, ears, nose, tongue and skin. Remedy for this is to develop an attitude of detachment. Thiruvalluvar has allocated a full chapter or Adhikaram 35 for Thuravu detachment. Kural 341 says Yadanin Yadanin Ningiyan Nodal Adanin Adanin Ilan. Yadanin Yadanin means from whichever sense objects which have the potential to lure the sense organs of our body. Ningiyan means one who has developed a detachment from them. Nodal, nodal means suffering. Adanin, Adanin, Ilan. He can be sure he will have no suffering from those where he has already developed a detachment. Therefore, Thiruvalluvar strongly says detachment is the secret for happy and successful life. Not bad. I think I would be biased if I declared myself the winner. So I'll desist. My dad has a tough exterior, a poker face. Inside though, he is soft. A lava of feelings and sentiments blowing just below the surface. Growing up when he did, reflective of the times, he may not have been as encouraging of my mother's aspirations as he'd have liked. There have been some shining examples though. Like, when my mum was trying to do a post-graduation, he studied up her entire syllabus and made notes for her, so it would be easier for her. Recognising her flair for public speaking and finding every opportunity to showcase it. Pushing her sometimes to take on assignments that she hasn't been sure about, like teaching English to some Korean kids. Each of them has had spectacular outcomes. For his daughters, he has been fiercely ambitious, wanting nothing short of the best. One minute he's funny, he messes with us, he forgets that he's a grown-up. The next minute he's flipped a switch and moved on. <laughs> moved on to what? Sometimes we know, sometimes not. He's a complex being. A story that's been asking to be told. He's bright, he's bold, 
he has a heart of gold he is imperfect he isn't calm his mind is forever wandering his emotions are always guarded he is a cerebral being but to me he's dad i hope you enjoyed meeting my dad next week we'll be back with another heartwarming episode of another ordinary life we'll meet my dear friend sakira thank you for listening namaste jai